You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Thursday, May the 5th of 2022. Thank you for tuning in to the Locked On Cardinals podcast each and every day that you tune in. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. You can find me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. That's also the Instagram handle. And of course, the email is at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Big test this weekend coming for the St. Louis Cardinals as they're facing the San Francisco Giants for a four-game set in San Francisco. Um, this, this is I talked about it yesterday. This is a little bit of room for argument and discussion here, but by and large, this is going to be the best team the Cardinals have faced all year. This is a playoff team when it comes down to it, in my opinion, and as I mentioned the Cardinals haven't had a, 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 a an extremely difficult schedule. No disrespect, the Mets and the Brewers are both strong teams. But outside of that, they are, the Cardinals have played Diamondbacks, Miami, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. And the, the schedule upcoming, you've got some tough teams coming your way. you got the Giants for four. The Orioles next week for three games should be rem- not remotely easy, but pretty easy, right, against the Baltimore Orioles. Three games at home against the Giants. Then you go back to New York for a four-game set. And then three at Pittsburgh. So the Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and eh, so-so. Those are teams that aren't really that important in terms of or that, that talented, I should say. And you've got a two-game set at home against Toronto. That's going to be a fun series. A four-game set at home. The Brewers come to town for the first time that last weekend in May. And then a two-game set against San Diego to finish out the year. That's actually a three-game set that finishes up in June. But it's a three or two-game series. Uh, the last first two of that game, that series are ending in May. So the May is going to be a little bit of a tough month. Obviously, you've got those two series that are a little bit weaker of teams, and you've already played the Dimebacks and Kansas City Royals that are a bit of a weaker team. But this series really starts, I think, a, a tough stretch of baseball for the St. Louis Cardinals. Luckily, a good amount of it is at home. Obviously, you've got the four games on the road against San Francisco. You've got the four at New York. But other than that, all the games against the playoff caliber teams, the high-level teams, are at home. You've got the three games with the Giants next weekend that are at home. You've got the two games at Toronto on the 23rd and 24th at home. And you've got the four-game set against Milwaukee at home, as well as a three-game set against the San Diego Padres at home. But just for to give a kind of a reasoning as to my, my thought process, the San Francisco Giants are 14-10. and 10. They've lost three in a row, so they're on a bit of a skid right now. But they're going to be a playoff team by, the, by year's end, in my opinion. One of the one of the better teams, but then you've got the Padres that you're playing later in the month. That the Cardinals um, Cardinals are rather that Padres are sixteen and nine. We already know the Mets are really good. They're eighteen and nine. Brewers are first in the division. You go over to the American League side. Toronto's sixteen and ten, two and a half out of first place, six and four in their last ten. So you've got some talent coming your way if you're, if you're if you're the St. Louis Cardinals. So it's time to see what the Cardinals are made of. That's that, that's kind of the theme that we're going for today. Is, is we're going to see what the Cardinals are made of because. Playoff teams beat non-playoff teams. The Cardinals have shown the ability, for the most part, to, to do that to date. Yes, they split the Diamondbacks. You know, they, they, they split the, the games on the road against Kansas City. I like to see them win all of those. The, the only wins the Reds have in the last three, three and a half weeks is against the Cardinals, so you have that. But by and large, the Cardinals have beaten up on the teams that they're supposed to beat up on. They garnered a split on the road against Milwaukee. That was, a, honestly, a pretty good split, all things considered, with that Milwaukee pitching staff. So now it's time to really see what this team is made of because 
I talk about this a lot, especially late last year. If you think you are the best, or if you think you are a playoff team, two things have to happen. Two things. Number one, beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Cardinals have shown the ability, as I mentioned, to do that for the most part. By and large, they've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. Number two, you've got to be competitive or beat the best. Be competitive with or beat the best. And the Cardinals are facing some of the best teams in baseball over the course of the next month. Could be a really long month if things don't go the Cardinals' way, or it could be a really impressive month and shoot them up in both the power rankings, um, in national media's eyes, and baseball's eyes. It could really propel them. It, not only, and, and again, even the, of the two series that are against non-playoff teams, one of them is a division team in the Pittsburgh Pirates. So you still have that to play for, uh, a little bit of central division pride, and obviously you always want to beat teams within your division. But these are playoff teams. Playoff teams compete with playoff teams. Plain and simple. That's what the Cardinals have the capability of doing, especially this weekend against the San Francisco Giants. When I think of expectations for this weekend as well, a four-game set, for the most part, you almost always want to to split. That's your minimum minimum baseline level of success is getting a split. And I think that that could remain true for this weekend because the Cardinals' offense is just so wild and bizarre to predict. With are they going to be feast? Are they going to be famine? How are they going to how are they going to perform? Because you just don't know. You really, I mean, we we've seen it. Cardinals scored ten runs yesterday. They scored one run the day before that. One run the day before that. They scored seven runs against the Diamondbacks, but, but right after getting shut out, you just you just don't know what you're going to get. They got shut out against the Marlins late last or in the middle part of two weeks ago. It's really a hard offense to predict. This weekend is going to be key for this team. But in terms of the prediction, I think a split would be really nice. I really do. And just the the key there with a split is to keep in mind the goal should still be to remain competitive in each game. That doesn't mean when you win your first two, you just go out there and coast the rest of the way. Still looking for four competitive games to not just give in on any given night. And especially, you think of it as well, take advantage of the fact that the Giants are struggling right now. Yes, their last two losses are against the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are, on paper, one of, if not the best teams in baseball and arguably one of the better teams um, in all of baseball history with, with the offense they have and, the, and everything else. But in my opinion, you've got to take advantage of, of when you play teams, if you can. And the Cardinals this weekend have an opportunity to take advantage of a struggling giant team controversially, or conversely, rather, the Giants have an opportunity to take advantage of a hit-or-miss Cardinal offense. Ben Casper, host of Locked on Giants, his episode today was all about the struggling Giant offense. So runs could be at a premium this weekend in San Francisco. This, these are two really good teams on the pitching side of things. The Cardinals have a good rotation lined up. We'll talk about those options coming up here in just a little bit, but I know I've said it a lot already, but this series, in my opinion, is going to be a really good idea. It's going to give us a really good idea as to what team, what kind of team this Cardinal baseball team is this year. Because, yeah, you can beat up on the Diamondbacks, the Pirates, and the Royals and all you want, right? I'm excited to see them start playing a little bit more high-level competition this month. You're going to get some breaks in there, like I mentioned, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. You're going to get your breaks. You're going to get your games against teams that struggle. But you got to take advantage of the schedule in ways you can. And even though you're playing the Giants this weekend that are a playoff caliber team coming off a 107-win season last year, 
got to take advantage of it in the fact that they are struggling right now. So keep them down. Don't let them get hot against you. That should be the mindset going into this weekend. Don't let them get hot against you. Keep them down. Keep them buried. They're probably going to be excited. Cardinals beat them pretty good last year in the regular season. They're probably going to have some, you know, revenge ideas on their on their brains. It's a team that is, you know, you lose Gosman, you lose Posey, but it's a team that's pretty similar to the team last year, so that taste is still in their mouth. I think the Giants are going to be energized tonight and into this weekend. I really do. It's going to be some late nights, but I'm <laughs> I'm a night owl, so I don't mind I don't mind late nights. But these West Coast games can be really really late. So when you're looking at the Cardinals' offense, talked about it a little bit yesterday. You saw O'Neill get going a little bit. You saw Arnado continue to get going. The two names that I'm looking for this weekend: Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arnado. I feel like we can look to those two players every weekend. But we're looking at them this weekend for a very specific reason. And we'll talk about that reason uh, coming up here in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about this new website that we're talking about, and that is BlueNile.com. It's the original online jeweler. Whether she prefers a statement piece or something subtle, but it's still elegant, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every single mom. Mother's Day is this Sunday, so you can shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces and if you're looking for fine jewelry for mom or for a significant other but you're having trouble choosing don't worry about it bet excuse me blue nile has jewelry experts on hand 24 7 they are available via the phone or the chat function to help you find something memorable at every budget mark mother's day with something enduring for mom whether it's a classic diamond stud earring set elegant tennis bracelets birthstone pendants and so much more at BlueNile.com and if you're celebrating that special woman in your life coming up here shortly BlueNile.com you can easily navigate thousands that's right thousands of fine jewelry options at every price point so be sure to give mom something special this Mother's Day something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com Locked On Sports listeners you're going to get $50 off $500 this is a podcast exclusive so you're only going to know about it by listening to this podcast. So I appreciate it. Only good through Mother's Day. Only good through Sunday. So use code Locked On L O C K E D O N Locked On for that fifty dollars off a five hundred dollar purchase. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress free. Find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Cardinal offense is one that has been drastically, drastically hit or miss. The Cardinals, the Cardinal offense right now, bottom line, is looking for consistency. You go from 0 to 1 to 2 to 7 to 9 to 10. You just have all these numbers that have highest of highs and the lowest of lows in this offense. If you missed my show yesterday, I talked about how this team is either really, really exciting offensively or really, really boring offensively based on where they decide to hit that day. And again, over the course of 162, you're going to have games where you're really boring. You're going to have games where you're really exciting. The way that I'm looking at it is to not make it such one day straight up, one day straight down. Being able to weather the storm is something I talk about a lot on this show and something that the Cardinals have been able to do for the most part, for the most part. But now they're looking for consistency. And when you look into this weekend, what Cardinals can perform, there are two names that stick out. Really, they, they stick out every series because of how dynamic they can be on both sides of the baseball. Um, and that's Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. But I'll, t- I'll give you some reasons as to why they're so dynamic. 
and to why I'm looking or give you some reasons to why they're why I'm looking forward to them hitting in this series. We're going to start with Nolan Arenado. I like looking at stats in ballparks. I don't necessarily like looking at stats against a team from because pitchers change. You know, you just don't know. But when you're, you're hitting in a ballpark, you get a feel for it. You, you know, you like it. You see the ball better different ballparks. That it just is natural, right? There are a couple of ballparks that Nolan Arenado loves hitting in. One of them is Coors Field. One of them is Great American Ballpark. One of them is um, American Family Field or Miller Park in Milwaukee. But another one that he's played a lot in, besides Petco Park in San Diego, he rakes there as well, it's San Francisco. According to BaseballReference.com, he has 64 career games in San Francisco. He's got a slash line of 277, 342, 498 for an OPS of 840. 12 home runs, 40 runs driven in. He's got eight doubles, a triple as well, and an OPS plus of 91. So just a little, you know, touch maybe lower than what you like. But the slash line is there. The power's there. I mean, that's a pretty good 64 games stint uh, for, for, for most players. And Arenado, you, you throw in the fact that he hits well at San Francisco. Combine that with the fact that he is raking right now. I expect some really good things from Nolan Arenado this weekend. I also expect good things from Paul Goldschmidt this weekend. He has 74 career games in San Francisco. His slash line, 327, 423, 573, an OPS of 995. He's got 21 doubles in 74 games. He's hit three triples. He's got 13 bombs, 57 runs driven in, and his OPS plus is 119. That is the definition of success at a ballpark. And just for good measure, they're hitting two and three in the lineup tonight. Paul Goldschmidt's hitting second, playing first base, and Nolan Arenado's hitting third, playing third base. They're going to be facing Mauricio Lovera to bullpen game tonight for the Giants. We'll get into more of that coming up in just a little bit in segment number three. But these two guys, I'm, I have them circled. I have them circled for success this weekend. Honestly, they're, they're, they're both in good places right now, um, offensively, like just on their own. And they're going to a spot where they love to rake and just demolish baseballs. Hopefully that that success that they have found and hopefully will find this weekend can be contagious. Because I'm a big believer when you're talking about baseball and momentum and success being contagious and losing as well. But I think baseball, just for whatever reason, it's contagious up and down a lineup, throughout a rotation, all the way through the bullpen. Winning is infectious. It's contagious. It, it hops from one person to another, and it's really borderline undescribable. So when the Cardinals offense right now, looking for consistency, looking to prove to everybody that this is an offense worth believing in, that this is an offense that we can get behind, that this is an offense that can carry a team 162 into October. We're, we're looking for the offense to do that. It can start with Paul Goldschmidt on Nolan Arenado for a couple different reasons, especially looking at this weekend. The one that is hyper-focused to this weekend, there are numbers in San Francisco. The other reasons that these two players can be not only anchors, but the start of an infectious offensive success they're in the middle of a lineup. They are leaders in the clubhouse. I mean, you saw how quick Goldschmidt was out there to sprint to protect his teammate Nolan Arenado when Nolan didn't like a pitch up and in. They will protect you, blood, sweat, and tears. So people look up to these guys. 
when you have a leader or leaders like that in the middle of a lineup that find success, it can be infectious throughout the entire lineup. I know that with the last three years, infection is probably not the best word to use or, or contagious with everything that's going on in our country. But this is a positive form of contagion. Everybody wants to catch the hitting fever for the St. Louis Cardinals right now. And I think it's, it can start with the success that Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado have. In San Francisco, this could be the start of something great. And this would be a great time to get hot for this offense. A great time. Like I talked about, the schedule is not extremely favorable to them this this month. That, that is what it is. Hopefully, the, hopefully in the future months, you can you know other teams look at Cardinals the same way that the Cardinals are looking at these teams as problems on the schedule, right? And Nolan Arnado was, was quoted that you know that they're not playing their best baseball right now. That something needs to change and they need to get different. And he's not wrong. We're seeing that change in the lineup tonight. Juan Yepes starting again tonight. He's the DH batting fifth. Uh, so the lineup tonight, Edmund at second, Goldsman at first, Nolan Arnado at third, O'Neal um, gets back up, rewarded a little bit in the lineup, but still not third. He's hitting fourth in left field. Yep, as the DH, Bader's in center. Molina is getting the start tonight with Miles Michaelis on the mound. Carlson's in right, and good old Paul D. Paul DeYoung is hitting ninth at shortstop. Something needs to start clicking. And again, we could come back tomorrow and, you know, the bullpen for San Francisco could absolutely shut the offense down. And that's a very good possibility, especially since the Cardinals scored 10 runs yesterday. So that probably used up their runs for the week. <laughs> but on a real note, it's time to start finding consistency. And the two people that I think are best key to start that consistency, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. How, do, how does this weekend look from a pitching standpoint, matchup standpoint, we don't totally know yet from the Giants' side, but we do know mostly from the Cardinals' side. So we'll be talking about pitching matchups and how the Cardinals can find success this weekend. Coming up here in just a little bit, but first I want to tell you about how you can revolutionize your health lifestyle, and that is Athletic Greens. There's one scoop in your water, and it works wonderful. That's right. One delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's wonderful. It's incredibly healthy, and it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat Keto, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality, recovers recovery as well, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's as healthy as it gets, and it's going to cost you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for the long term. It's easy to make as well because Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, and it's just one scoop and your cup of water a day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Very, very simple. Again, you go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also want to tell you about how you can stay up to date on all the happenings in 
your betting stats and sports info, and that is betonline.net. It's your number one source for all of those things. You can find all the latest sports development, league news, reviews, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's Run to the Roses at the Kentucky Derby Track. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, no matter what kind of betting you're into, whether it's live betting, playoffs, esports, and much, much more. Head to the website today. I beg of you, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. This weekend in San Francisco is not going to be an easy one because the Giants, despite their recent skid and falling down in the standings just a little bit, is a really good team, and their pitching is really good as well. Ben Kaspik, as I mentioned, host of Locked On Giants, was talking about the offense on his episode today. Um, and today it's going to be, like I mentioned, um, for the rotation-wise, Mauricio Lovera getting the ball for San Francisco tonight. Um, it's going to be a bullpen game for the San Francisco Giants. But uh, when, I, when I asked Ben, because they're not on MLB dot com yet he said it's going to be some combination of logan webb alex cobb carlos rodon carlos rodon is going to be a it's going to be a fun matchup to watch because he's really good right but that, that, all, all four of those guys are having really good years logan webb kind of burst onto the scene at least from my perspective last year during the playoffs so this offense while yes they need to get it going and Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado can be them in the middle of that with their success and everything of that nature like i talked about in the, in the recent segment this is a really good team for a reason. And pitching has a large part to do with that for the San Francisco Giants team. But luckily, the St. Louis Cardinals have some pretty good pitchers of their own. One of them is going tonight in Miles Michaelis. Miles Michaelis is really impressing in his first couple starts, in my opinion. He's 1-1 one one with a 1-5-2 ERA. He's looking just like, if not better, than he did at times in 2018. I mean, he was the ace of that staff. He was somebody that just did everything right in 2018. And he's coming off a phenomenal 7 and a third inning performance against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He did get tagged with a loss there because he gave up the two home runs in the eighth inning as the D-backs beat the Cardinals. But even as two starts prior, seven shutout innings against the Mets, five shutout innings against the Marlins. He has given up just five earned runs the entire year in his 29 and two-thirds of an innings pitched. Just simply phenomenal. When, when he is able to find the pinpoint control and when he is able just to, to pinpoint, as I mentioned, he's so good. Miles Michaelis' key to success is that pinpoint control that he has when he's right. Got some. It doesn't necessarily have the electric stuff, but he's got really good stuff to survive at the major league level. Combine that, combine that above-average stuff with elite control at times. Michaelis is just absolutely solid. Jordan Hicks is going to get the ball tomorrow. Hopefully, we we, we see him just let 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 loose. We we're able to see him get into the fourth inning in his most recent start um, against the Diamondbacks, or where he went three and a third innings pitched. He gave up a couple of earned runs. He walked two, struck out four. I'm hoping we just get to see him unleashed, just go for it. Just let him roll. See how long, no pitch count. Again, I don't know if there's going to be a pitch count or not, but I would love to see a Jordan Hicks be able to go out there and see, all right, Jordan, give us five or six. or Try to give us five. Because I think if he's able to go five innings, that is an absolute win for this team. I'm not giving up on Jordan Hicks as a starter. I'm not. 
I've only seen him start three times at the major league level. Three. Apologies if I just hit the microphone there. I think he has the capability just to be a good starter. He's got the stuff for it. I mean, that slider, even in the start against Arizona when he was giving up a couple runs, didn't go very deep, that slider is just electric. It is just filthy. Straight filth coming out of Jordan Hicks's right hand when he throws that slider. And yes, there's a really good argument for Hicks to say, keep him in the bullpen. Let him focus on the... And I get that. I'm okay with him either way. As long as he's able to stay healthy and stay consistent, do whatever you want with him. I don't have a strong inclination one way or the other. But I think he has the stuff to do either or. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Hicks can do tomorrow night um, in his fourth career Major League start. And then you go to Saturday. Uh, Steven Matz getting the ball for the St. Louis Cardinals as he, once again, is coming off a strong start. I feel like every time we talk about Matz and Michaelis, they're coming off strong starts. He's coming off a six-inning shutout performance against the Royals when he struck out four. He's put together just a solid season to start. A couple bad starts that have kind of bloated the ERA and bloated the whip, but a couple of really good starts mixed in there as well. The, the length that we saw from Matz in his last start against Kansas City was, I think, the, the most important part. Outside of the zero walks, it was the six innings that Matz was able to go, so that's a huge plus for the Cardinals. Um, glad to see that he's off the bereavement list and you know pitching again, so thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, for what we'll put him on the list um, and he's finally back and it's going to be good to see him go again but Adam Wainwright is going to be the only Cardinal that the Giants don't see this weekend um, as even on Sunday for the 305 start Dakota Hudson gets the ball again as he looks to kind of right the ship a little bit because uh, the box score w- was pretty kind of Dakota Hudson in his last start but w- he gave up a lot of hard contact that was the big MO against Dakota Hudson so when you're looking at this series Again, we don't know what the exact matchups are. We know it's going to be Michaelis versus uh, the bullpen game today for the San Francisco Giants with uh, Mauricio Lovera getting the start tonight. And then we know it's going to be Hicks tomorrow, Matts Saturday, Hudson Sunday, some combination of Webb, Cobb, or Rodon for the last three games for the Giants. Again, that is according to Ben Kaspik of Locked On Giants, and I trust him uh, with all of the expertise that we could possibly have on the Giants. So... I think runs are going to be at a premium this weekend. I think the pitching is pretty solid for both sides. I think the Cardinals have set themselves up for success with, with the pitching they have. And I think, depending on how they play, like if they play terrible all four games and find a way to get a split, then the perception is going to be a little bit different. But I think if they play well and you know they stay competitive in all four games, I think a split is what you can expect this weekend. Uh, especially going on the road. A split's usually uh, pretty nice. That's the, the minimum there. But maybe the Cardinals sneak out a bullpen win tonight, a win against the bullpen tonight in the Giants, and they're able to beat the Giants in two out of three in the next four to get a three out of four uh, series win. So let me know what you think in the comments section below if you're watching on YouTube. Email LockedOnCards at gmail.com. DM me on Twitter at LJFastball or uh, the show on Twitter Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Uh, you can email the show anytime at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. So I'll be watching tonight. Hope you're staying up late with me to watch the game. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Be sure to head over to Locked on MLB for your next listen with our pal Silly as he gives you his unique take on the majors, both past and present. Locked on MLB, wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel here on Locked on Cardinals. We're getting close to 1,000 or above 950. So I appreciate everybody subscribing. Uh, You can also subscribe to all your podcasting platforms. It's free wherever you find your podcast. So until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.